in. We're not joshing around. We're just getting into it. A 50 cow? You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> you can't actually, you're not supposed to shoot an individual 50 cal. It's against like Geneva code. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause it's I like excessive that. use of force. Cause it just blows her face off. Like it doesn't blow her face. It just goes right. Th- it just punches a hole through him. Yeah. It just goes right through and like doesn't even do anything. So like Mark 19's grenade launchers, you can't use on individuals. So what are snipers? Like what are the snipers supposed to? Well, that's like, like a 50 cal, like a like machine gun. You're not supposed to use it on a person. Oh, it's like, okay. It's like, okay, who's going to take you to Geneva court, but you're not supposed to use that. Hmm. Anyways, I didn't know that. Ben's referring to a, uh, 50 cal bottle opener in case you guys don't know what, uh, you what's well, real pursuit. This is Trent. Yes. This is Ben. We're, we're on the holiday break mode right now. Yeah, we are no intro straight to it. No intro. We lost our around. sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I just lost this verbiage and yeah. yeah, well, um, Dante's a good friend. We'll give him a free ad. If you're, if you're interested movement mortgage, Dante, there's a, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> But this is just going to be free, free for all. We launched uh, Spencer's podcast, right? Yes. Um, I think that I think that'll be pretty well received. He's a pretty. I think if we Let's look at see. next year, we should really do Let's a lot more interviews. Are. I think we did good on. I think our interviews are really good and well put together. Yeah, they. I think they go. I mean, it's nice just going back and forth, but it's nice to have someone else and see what they do and their story. Yeah. So people get an idea. Like, I think some people have this version like everyone comes from like a perfect situation or yeah. something everyone has a story i don't care if you're rich poor middle class there's always a story worth hearing and telling yes of something in your life yeah i think that the, i i totally agree with that and you learn something new from everybody i mean it could be the you want to hear a crazy story yeah. it was like terrible to like my biggest fear and this is is you build your whole life of memories right like your whole life right. is made building memories with your family, friends, and then dementia and Alzheimer sets in. Yeah. And your your whole life is forgotten. And that, yeah, but that you don't know that's but you like don't the, know. And that's, that's the thing you don't know that you and that's what's so sad. We I come home yesterday and there's a there's an there's an elderly woman laying in our street. What? Yeah, I swear. Oh. Uh garbage man runs over to my car, he's like, Hey I need your help. This lady fell. Oh no. Yeah. And uh we go and pick her up and she talks super coherently. Like, I'm tough. I don't, I'm not worried. Yeah. And we're like, where do you live? She's like, I live over uh, over there, a couple blocks over. And we're like, okay, no problem. Like, where's your husband? Or I was like, do you have a, it's like, is somebody there living with you? And she's like, yeah, my husband, but I, he, he's at work. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, okay, like, do you know where he works? And she goes, that's a tough question. And she's bleeding from her face because she fell and caught right. her face. Uh, and so I'm, he, I, I look at the guy. I'm like, hey, like we're gonna need to call an ambulance. Like she's, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. So, uh, the ambulance comes. My neighbor takes her into her house and cleans her up a little bit. And she, I walk over afterwards, and she says, yeah, um, she doesn't live where she told us, and her husband had passed. That's rough. And I was like, oh my, like that is, not to make this sad, but like, what well, is sad? That is so sad. It's depressing. What are you doing? It's almost Christmas Eve, and you're I know. talking about so dying and forgetting. About I mean, twenty twenty's been twenty twenty's been a year of but you know, that joy. sounds sad, but maybe she enjoys. Maybe like that's the body's way or like God's way to be like, here, we're gonna let you remember the good times. Your yeah. husband. I I kind of like that. Positive my, on everything. My grandma had uh, my grandma had really bad dementia, and before she passed away, I would go visit her at the nursing home and. I asked her, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I want to get a video for the whole family." And yeah, I, I want to do that with my grandma. It, it was it was really cool, and they loved it. And I didn't tell them until you know, yeah, the end. But uh, I said, "What's your favorite memory?" And she pulled this memory of she's got four, my I've, my mom is one of four daughters, no mm-hmm. no boys. She pulled this memory out when like my mom was like six years old at Yellow Springs with the and they were yeah. not Yellow Springs. Um, what's the national park with the hot springs? Oh, Yosemite? Yeah, yeah, Yosemite, and they have the hot springs. And my right. mom was like, it was just my favorite memory ever is yelling at the girls, don't put your hands in the hot springs. <laughs> and I was like, wow, what like a- What random- What a random yeah. thing to like that stick with you for for your life. But it was a really cool thing to have for the, the my aunts and my mom. 
because they they had this video of their mom talking about like her favorite thing. That's cool. Like I literally wanted to do that. We're doing something for my parents similar. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, "What do you buy them?" Like you know, they're like sixty. They buy their own Harley. Like like you can't. Yeah. What you buy them is just like trinkets or like yeah. a photo which they like. So I was like, "Why don't we just do a video of you know saying thanks for everything, kind of whatever, and a couple stories." of yourself and then have your spouse come in and tell a couple of stories yeah. about like, you know, just something funny or what you guys appreciated. Like they'll probably take that a lot better than here's a trail camera. So you can see some more deer. When like, it's stuff, it's stuff. And like, they're at the yeah. point where they can go buy whatever they want. No, that's how, that's how I feel like now. It's like, that's, I don't really care for stuff. Just, just go do something. People, people this Christmas were like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, is it funny? You get older. Yeah. It's so like, when, like, when you were like, I want a babysitter for a night so I can go out with my wife. <laughs> when it was when you're 14 years old, it's like here's the thousand things I want. Yeah, like pick from that list, and it's like I don't know, mom. Like here's a list of books that I'm like wanting for this year. Yeah, you wanted like the newest N60 N64 of that game, and then you get show your age, Trent. Nintendo 64, man, right. that's a hot shit. That's tough. I was a GameCube guy. SSX tricky. That was like the worst Nintendo system that ever came out. A GameCube. I bet you a GameCube sells for more than a Nintendo 64 right now. No, no one wants a GameCube. I think you're wrong. What are your thoughts? All right, here's a here's a business question. What are your thoughts on all these? I, I We have totally different beliefs. These resellers who are buying up all the PlayStations and then reselling them for... I can't really tell you. It's not my... Uh, it's not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? I think that's a Gary V thing, though. That's a very Gary V. Yeah, he's baseball cards. He's oh, he's old as stuff. Turn around some because on eBay, people will buy them. Like there's a huge, but like I'm thinking about time for a dollar. It's not. Uh, I wouldn't even waste my time looking that stuff up because I'm not gonna go garage sale hopping. Gary can no. do it because he has the luxury to do it now. But oh, when Gary makes his videos of like him garage sale hopping, it's like Gary, you garage sale hop your way to a billionaire. No, like you time blocked thirty right. minutes out of your day, and. But the but the point is like he did that before to make money and just show people like you can make money on the side and do this. What do you think a GameCube sells for now? Seventy five dollars. Two fifty. Okay. For sale price or sold? On Amazon, two fifty. There's three left in stock. And then a Nintendo sixty four sells for what what's your guess on that? I don't know. One seventy five? Three hundred dollars. Told ya. That's insane. What do I get for that? Uh, the beer you're drinking. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, what's your? What are your? Super camera cut out. Whatever. What are your favorite things that happened in 2020? Three favorite things. Three good things and two things you want to improve on. Okay. Good thing. COVID in March. February. Here's why. I got to okay. spend three weeks home with my kid because we weren't sure what was going on. So that was awesome. Good thing. My business did really well. My wife's did really well. Kind of superficial. I'm going to give you a layup, Trent. Another good thing. I had a daughter. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if your wife listens to this, Trent, but if you don't mention your daughter. <laughs> yeah, That's funny. That would be bad. You're welcome. So I had, <laughs> so this is funny. I always have this conversation with my wife. Like I'm someone that just assumes you love me or you, like you're grateful for me like yes it's like i'm not a word guy yeah i'm a touch time person whatever you want to talk seven and my wife likes words so i'm like you're a time spent I don't, together you, yeah really oh, yeah i like spend time with my wife and i like massages i like i like when you're it's yeah. like you take time to do that love language super appreciate it but um there's like she's like you never know, said love me today i was like well you should know i love you i was like You'll know if I don't love you because, like, I will, I will say I don't love you anymore. That's the problem with that book. It talks about, like, you you receive so different than your partner. What's, like, Taylor and I are yeah total opposites. My wife could say I don't love you for a week, and I wouldn't be offended because I know she does. Yeah. But after a while, I'd be like, hey, I'd fish for it. You know what I mean? I'd be, yeah. like, I'd be like fishing for, like, a comp or, like, the three words. But I, I know. like So, like, my daughter, like, obviously, that's one of my top ones. So, let me think of something that – you want to think of, you know what I mean? Like something that's kind of like unappreciated. I think more of the unappreciated smaller stuff than I do like the big stuff. Cause yes, we all know you're grateful to have a kid. Most people are right. So then give me, give me the one that would replace that. Um, time spent with your kid, your business did good this year. 
affordability or having a conversation of buying like the house we're supposed to stay at forever. Nice. Like, so we can knock that out and not worry about it. Okay. And then two things you're going to work on in 2021. Do you remember when 2020 was the, uh, Ugh. Your 2020 vision and yeah, 2020 <laughs> surprise yeah. March hits. <laughs> your, your vision, your vision got fucked up with your vision. <laughs> I, but I, I would say that in real estate, it's great. I still think you had to throw a lot of your goals out. You just had to reset. Like it's so weird. Like I literally took. So you I had to I had COVID. Yep. I missed almost an entire month. Five weeks because three weeks of my kid, I just stayed at home. I just managed. I didn't really do anything new. Um, I kind of tried. It's just impossible with the kid excuse more than anything but and then i test technically tested positive for covid and i was taking on a new role as a team leader so like i basically didn't do any prospecting for a week or two there and in january i'm going to close over eight hundred thousand dollars my beat my highest month in january by 4x i had 200 something 200 something now i'm going to do yeah. 800 i'm like oh my god and it crushes me i was telling my wife this the other day i'm like shit i was like imagine if i was like still working hard in the real estate side not transitioning to team leader side i think i could have done a million in january yeah like you want to talk about the twelve week year? I was like, I would have crushed it in that first week or two. Yeah. So like that's what I'm set up now. They still have to close, which most of them will. But I'm like, so I mean, things I'm working on for 2021 is go back to your question is one, work on developing as a team leader because I kind of I have a big goal, so it's going to take a lot of development and skill practice. What's your goal with team leaders? Hundred gross. Ooh. One or two cappers, six to seven. So about nine a month. Ten. Ten. A month. I, I'm, I'm assuming grossing ten. Like oh, okay. you're on some attrition. 10, you to bring on ten a month. Yep. Gross. It's not actually when you break it down that simple. It's not that bad. It's actually a lot harder because it's kind of like real estate. You talk to someone about selling a house. They don't sell right away. It takes two or three months. You got to build a pipeline, right? Because okay. your cappers aren't going to just be like, "Yep, I'm switching tomorrow." Like most of them have to, like, you know. They sweat it out, anxiety. They got to close some deals. They got to get some stuff on the transaction. Those get pushed back. They've got to get. They got to eat the bullet right somewhere. With, yeah, they got to get right with making the yeah. conversation with their broker, who they probably have a decent relationship with, or something. So, it's that, and then um, developing the skill and talent on that, and then. I mean, depends. I mean, if I go, straight, I could route off a thousand business stuff and personal stuff, but it's like. Really, the team leader side, developing that, and then, because I'm focused on pretty much all that, is also getting my team running so I'm not distracted by it. What's, uh, are you a New Year's resolution guy? No, I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. If you, wanna, if you have to wait until New Year's Eve to do something, I tell people, okay, make the goal, do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Why not? You started your New Year's resolution, like you decided your New Year's resolution on December 15th, and it's like you waited... 16 days to start if, like you're in real estate new year's resolution should start in october yeah, oh yeah because to make the new year's resolution because yeah. here's the thing if you wait till new year's then by the time you start you're going to take till march to see results and everyone's going to quit taylor's like why are yeah. you so stressed right now about like your goal not being like totally defined i'm like because it should have been defined in october in october at the end of october yeah so it's like we're i'm trying to break down everything for the year so it's like we're doing we'll be doing happy hours next year um mm -hmm. every once a quarter okay so uh, where we'll invite friends, family, everything like that in our sphere. And I've put, I've time blocked. Like today is the day you put a social media post. Today is the day that you need to schedule where you're doing it. So I'm trying to time block literally everything. So my whole year is planned. And that's, that's tough for me right now because I've never been that. Well, we just did it. I just ripped off someone else's 36 touch and put that up. Cause I mean, you don't have to restart the wheel. That's the tough part. Like it took me over two years to get it figured out. Yeah. I just took someone else's and just got rid of stuff. I, that's not me. Like, Hey, hope you have a great, you know, 4th of July, send us your photos. Like that's not me. That's not me. That's my clients. And, I, like, and I'm not interested in not being me. Right. But I mean, you can change. But it's then weird. the question is right then now. like, do don't go your down that team isn't you, but it is, but it is, but like you and I aren't very like warm and fuzzy, but a lot of people want warm and fuzzy. Then they're probably not going to be your clients for a long time. Well, but yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, I, I have a good, like what your point being is like, I have one for sure coming on my team. She's more of a talkative, really personal type person, which is awesome. I am like, when I like, like someone or have a good relationship with someone, we have a good relationship, but yeah, like to your point, now this is going to sound bad, but I think women are really good at kind of faking that up front and like being really like 
extroverted when they have to, where guys are kind of like, uh, okay, well, some yeah. guys, I'm not starting to stereotype, but me specifically, I'm like, I will put on a good face, but if we're talking business, I want to talk business. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and like talk about something else for a half hour. It's kind of like, all right, cool. Let's get this done. Yeah. And then we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So yeah, there's no need to share stories or add exclamation points into our text messages. I know, <laughs> it's, but it's, I only I, do emojis. If a client sends me an emoji, when I get, when I, and I have no problem with this, I really don't have a problem with this. So I don't want to discourage it, but there's a lot of agents out there who show like a lot of like happy emotions and text messages. Right. And I struggle so hard with, I'm like, I can't be a dick. I have to like match it. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So it's like, their like, excitement has to match their excitement. They're like, can't wait to work with you in like six exclamation points. Me too. Four thumbs up. And it's like, that's just not, you, you've got the wrong person right here. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we go back to all that, but Should what we, about you? What about you? What's, what'd you do in 2020? Um, Three things we did good in three things you did good and two things you're working on for 2021. Uh, I would say that I would, I would like to think that I grew as a person like uh, having Logan kind of changed me, I think, and made me force mature. Okay. Right. And the things that I didn't want to, like, I never thought I needed to mature in, you know what I mean? Uh, like the house needs to be cleaned at all times, (laughs) you know, those little things. So like Logan, I think, made me like force self maturing. Um, I was very much, uh, in 2019, I was very much a, uh, or previous years, I was very much a, uh, um, it's not per, I, I was a perfectionist and I okay. think I got away from that perfectionism in 2020 where it's like, I got to be comfortable with imperfection. Uh, and then now yeah. you, now you, now I'm like super hooked on like Navy SEAL kick right now. Oh, great. And like they're all perfection, like perfect, yeah. like only perfection. Um, and I built uh, a lot of good friendships in 2020. Good. So I think that that's, uh, 2020 was a, was a good year. It was an interesting year. And then the, th- the three things that two things I'm going to work on a lot is again, more consistency in 2021 mm-hmm. and um, being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, I, I Everyone kind of, that's all, that's ever evolving too. Cause by the time you get comfortable, I think the last hurdle, like self hurdle I have in my business is being able to have tough conversations. You went to the fierce conversation class. I, I did, but I, I didn't, Linda McKissa says it great. I didn't hear it when I needed to hear it, mm-hmm. right? So I've like looked through the book since then and I know that if it came around, I'd be like, okay, now's the moment that I can hear it. Right. But when I was there, I wasn't ready to hear it. It, it was a class I took and mm-hmm. if I, you, you know what I mean? Like there are- took before you're ready to take it. it it's like it's like taking a finance class, like a, a book on like, it's like- Business finance when business you're in college. Business finance when you're in college. It's like, okay, great. Like, I understand it, but like, I won't be able to. Yeah. There's you, no relationship to it. Yeah. So the book Finish, I, I, right. I swear by that book and I've read it three times since. But the reason I swear by it is because it is, I've never had a book that I needed to hear so badly at a moment where it came to like perfect, progress over perfection. Okay. I read that and I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. I need to hear it. Reread it. And then I reread it at the beginning of the year. So I've read it three mm-hmm. times. And like I have all my like your notes. Notes and worksheets, because it's it's at the end of every chapter, you kind of go through it. Okay. And uh I've still got all three of those. So that's I'm I'm trying to figure out what's that book in twenty twenty one that's gonna like I need to hear it. <sighs> Do you gotta read thinking mm-hmm. thinking grow rich? I mean I've been reading The Richest Man in Babylon. Shout out to Dante for sending me that. Yeah, that's a good one. It's That's a good one, but Think Grow Rich is like the Bible. Like, if you were looking for a self-help book, that's like, the, just do the Bible. Finance, self-help, it's all in there. Relationships, besides the first part, you know. Sometimes <laughs> eye for an eye is a good thing. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but Think Grow Rich, dude, I, it's tore up. I got notes all over it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, you kind of made a good point. And on that point is, you shouldn't just read a book once. I like to treat books as like a textbook. Yes. Go back to the chapter that made that you need at that time. You don't have to read 300 pages. That's why MREA is so good for real estate agents. Read the 10 or 20 pages that you need at that time yeah. on, you know, just progress. Like just start doing something and then worry about making it right. I 
here's another here's another goal of mine to wait, how many I mean how many pro, how many self help books did you read this year? Probably fifteen twenty. Me? Yeah, I don't read self help books. I read, really? I read business books. Same thing. Business self help. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think I've read a lot of books this year, and then shelved them. Yeah. So it's. I think I want to read a book and then be like, okay, is there something in this book that I can apply? And I shouldn't have finished the book if there was by like Correct. halfway I was through. About, <laughs> I was about to say like, if you I don't finish, have to finish a book. Yeah. Like, There's nothing uh, wrong. If it doesn't work for you. One time, of the worst things I've ever done was, remember when I was vegetarian? <laughs> I was a vegetarian for what? Like five days. I had just finished the book, How Not to Die, which is a 600 page book on being a vegetarian and why meat's bad and why meat's bad that I got the gist of in the introduction and I just read through the whole thing and I like struggled and it was like every night just get 10 more pages in. like I was like I was running a marathon with this book like I'm on mile 30 after the right. first chapter just like I haven't trained but I need to get through this and I'm like I'm not gonna do that again because that way I, I could read a lot better books in that point but I was vegetarian for six days after reading that because I was like I got to apply it <laughs> And I know you've heard me say this before, but the minute someone's like 100% against something or, or every 100 people, yep. 99 people are like, this is the only way they do it, I'm always like, there's there's a flaw there. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan's got a meat diet that's great for him. It's almost all exclusively meat. It works well for him. I tried only meat. I can't do it. Have you watched Meat can't Eater, by the way? Yeah, I love Meat oh Eater. My it's a great God, hunting dude. show. I'm so yes. hooked on that. I because it's just like I binged just I binged yeah. just season last night. Yeah. I was up until three a.m. <laughs> no, you were. I swear to God, I I. You have a kid. How do you do that? I was up. She's sleeping through the night, but I was up until no, three a.m. She woke decision. up at seven. Taylor's like, "Why are you so tired?" I was like, "Babe, I was up all about Steve Rinelli last night, <laughs> dude. He's a great. He, he's like the perfect example of a hunter. Yes, I, like there's hunters in Southeast Ohio that are like, what do you think of? Yes, there's Steve Rinelli who does it on purpose. Like, just go off on the tangent. I liked hunting. When I got my first deer, deer, it was like kind of sad. Like, yeah. you're like, shit, man, I just killed something. And you got, you know, and you go down there and you, you see it, it's dying. You're yes. looking at a dying thing, yes. right? And it's, there is that connection. Like, you just don't shoot. A lot of hunters, most hunters, I would say, don't just shoot something just to shoot it. Yes. There's always, like, Steve Renella, he was a lot more than I did. I never took the heart, which I kind of wish I would have now. But, most hunters use it all. Yeah. Like it's not this big most thing where there's dead carcasses hunters. out there. Like yeah. most hunters aren't stealing antler, killing a deer and taking the antlers and, and leaving, leaving the, body. the body. Yeah. I mean, he, he so. got the, there was the, the season I watched, maybe I don't know what season I watched, but mm -hmm. um, he had gotten like this elk tag. It's yeah. like super rare to get. And he, and he injured it. Yep. And he's like, I can't, I can't justify shooting another elk. Cause I may have already gotten mine. I'm like, Wow. That's really it takes. Now, I mean, I, you, now you I will I'll preface that because he hunts for a living. So for him, he got another elk two episodes later. It, it's a lot easier for him to pass up on that. But like, my dad goes elk hunting like every year, and he's lucky to even sees an elk. And like that's a rarity in, uh, within itself. So now any other hunter, they might get another. They might try for another one. Now what Ben needs to tell the thing where he went and looked for this thing for like ever tried to find blood trails and lost it. It wasn't like he just shot it. It didn't drop. And he's like, yeah. all right, well, because when you go hunting, if you hit it, it doesn't drop right away. You still have to wait an hour to make sure it's dead. So you don't scare it, runs off, and you don't get it. No one wants to shoot something or not collect the meat. Yeah. But like, then he, but he also reasons with it and says, you know what? Right. If, if I do hurt it, it likely will die. I won't be able to find it. He's like, if I could find it, I would follow it to the end of the earth if I got blood, but I'm not right. getting blood. He's like, but I look at it as like a breathing organism. So, in turn, a bear who's someone else is got three cubs growing inside of her. Something's eating that thing will, out worth there. Yeah, we'll yeah. have a great healthy winter. So, you know, unfortunate for me. And he also justifies it great. Like a lot of these animals that are killed in the wild will face Die horrible. Home. Yeah, will face a lot more grisly death than getting shot quick. I'd rather have someone shoot me at the slug from a shotgun than coyotes tear me apart as a deer. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's a lot better death to go than having a bear shred you from the organs in. Like, what's, what's the weirdest the meat you've had? I'm, I'm hooked. Like, I was like, Taylor, I'm gonna, I'm making, I'm making like venison burgers for tomorrow. I don't even have venison. I'm like, I got it. Mm. I'm gonna put war paint on my face. Like, I am. You're dumb. I've never been. But I'm not gonna lie. It makes me want to go turkey hunting. 
Oh. But um, <laughs> I told Taylor, Taylor's like, uh, we were talking, and I said, Taylor, you don't understand. Like, the turkey isn't meant to be put into the oven as a whole. We don't take a cow and put it into the, the whole oven. Damn thing in there. It's like, we got to we gotta split the turkey, make tacos out of the legs, use the li- And she's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and what were you saying? Craziest animal you've had. I mean, I got lamb butchered. It's not the craziest. I had deer, bison, elk. You had elk? Mm-hmm. Nothing is it, like... Is it like Joe Rogan, like you're eating a super athlete? I mean, he eats like a whole... He carries it out. He's like a whole thing. Of the woods. Like, he eats like a whole steak at night, so it's way different. I mean, I have rabbit, squirrel. What's squirrel like? Pheasant. Squirrel's fine. I haven't had it in a while, but, I mean, there's not a lot on it. You just, you just got to make sure you cook it all the way because of the nasty parasites. Really? But my dad just usually cooked it in the stove or, like, a stew. Is your like family a hunter? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I haven't hunted for anything, but, yeah, my dad. My dad got three deer this year. I wish Chris Schroeder was brother in the office. Oh, great. Does he, you think Chris is a listener? No, he's not a listener. Chris has got better things to do. I'm surprised he knows how to use his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyways, reiterate, what are your goals for 2021? Uh, be more consistent just in across everything. Well, that's not very specific. Um, so the... When you plan out your goal right now, mm-hmm. you've never got a better view of your goal. Oh, no. Mine's no. only got more complicated. So when no, when I'm look what I mean by that is you look back on when you're coming out of when you just got into real estate, mm-hmm. right? You know exactly what you would do. Sort of. Yeah. Right. So like you 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 play, okay, this is what I would have done differently. So when you're setting oh, your yeah, goal, okay, 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 when, gotcha. when I'm setting my goal, I'm like, this is what I need to do, right? I know the yellow brick road is paid for me. Right. But it's like being in that moment and you get that call from that distressed client. It's like, all right, you know what? I got to take care of this instead of be making my calls. I know what you're saying, yes. So being more consistent in that saying, Ben, you've made it. you've made a decision that from 8 to 11, you are prospecting. So you're talking about the 401, time blocking, the one thing. Yeah, time blocking, GPS. pretty much my day. I'm with you on that one. With time blocking, allowing, yeah. I'm getting crushed right now. I am, uh, You yes. You I am getting crushed, <laughs> taking on this new, like, it's kind of stressful because technically I could get fired, but I mean, I just did a month or two into it without really. I don't think you're getting fired. Day. I think you. No, but it is like, I mean, that is, <laughs> I'm very fear-minded driven, which is, transitioning that but finish talks about that trent huh finish talks about that there are people who are motivated by fear right and people who are motivated by awards i am not motivated you can't like if you put a like a a brand new car in front of me i'm like ah whatever but if you tell me i'm not gonna be able to pay rent yes (laughs) yeah like i because that's one thing i told my coach before i was like i don't need someone to be my cheerleader i also need a drill sergeant i know someone like whoop write a thousand dollar check to Ben Bolton. If you don't sell your 60 houses, like I don't give a shit. I'll write him a check now. Like that stuff doesn't motivate yeah. me. Uh, it, I was exclusively 100% fear driven five, six years ago. Like I would wake up in anxiety three or four times in the middle of the night when I go to drill, when I drive like four hours, I was afraid I'd wake up late. Oh, that was fear driven. Yeah. Right. And then, but I've, I've transitioned a lot more to just like success shows. Like, okay, hit that plateau find the next plateau. There's pros and cons of each, but I like that a lot better than fear because fear, you get exhausted. Fear can drive you like Ryan, go down the wrong path, Ryan's, I think, personally. See, I, so Ryan Serhan does a really good job with like running from fear. I mean, that's what he taught his whole business. Know, yeah. And again, you, you can you, phrase it however you want. Yeah, I, but talking about when your car gets declined on the subway and your family's back in Colorado painting fences and it's like, I'm doing everything in my power to right. get away from but that you can moment. Only, and I'm the same way. Like I never want to go back to $10 in my bank account. That's why I don't leverage the crap out of the properties I have to go buy more and more and more. Cause at the end of the day, if I'm making the same as you, I know you have more properties in 30 days, 30 years, you might have more, but I rather sit pretty at five or 10 properties, completely paid cash flowing yeah. with $2 million in equity. I don't need 10 million. Like, yeah. And it's safer. But what I'll tell you though, fear driven can only take you so far because, okay, I'm successful technically. I did 5 million last year. I did seven, almost seven and a half this year. Well, I basically stopped halfway through. So it's like, if I'm not fear driven, then I'm never, 
Do I have to be bankrupt to be fear driven? Well, then then you got to transition over to well, then you success. But is your fear being average? Like, is your fear complacency? Like, that's something I'm terrified of. Yeah, being average for sure. Like being an average. We talked about that. Yeah, that just scares the shit out of me. Like, there's certain people like certain people are okay not capping. Yeah, because they have another job. That's shocking. And they're just they don't want to do it. Okay, like you can't force someone, but. I and you are very similar where it's like I did five something this year. I did 7.3. I should be happy. I should be happy. Like my yeah. wife is like, you just never like celebrate. <laughs> you never enjoy it. Like I buy a brand new truck. My friend's like, dude, aren't you excited? I was like, yeah, it's a truck. Yeah. I was like, Next, I could sell it tomorrow and have no attachment. He's like, you might be the least excited guy to spend $60,000 on a truck. Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, I just, I know not to get attached to it because there might be a day I have to sell it to pay a bill like I did not, before. So not to plug Keller Williams, but like the thing I love about this office is when we were at that top 20% dinner mm-hmm. and somebody was saying, Oh, well they only do like 5 million. Right. Like you guys like at any other office, that's a lot, but I would, I would challenge that too to say like, what did you do? And what are you gonna do better? Like, cause at the end of the day, you don't know. He may have done 5 million cause he's just sitting on the sideline and he had personal stuff going on. Someone may be in a hospital for six months. But like describing 5 million is not right. a lot is the company that I would like to be in. A hundred percent. You know, what I, I mean? still challenge the mindset. Like you should compete with yourself. Yes. Cause maybe that guy, the reason I say that is if I'm competing with you, but your priorities change, like, okay, I still want to do good in real estate instead of 10 million. I'm okay doing five, but I'm going to focus my energy on buying a bunch of rental properties. Right. So you drop to five. If I'm focusing on you at five, then I stay at five or six. Yeah. I'm not getting up to 10 or 12 where I should be. Does it make sense? I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, yes, we want our, we want our agents think 5 million is the baseline. Yes. You want to do more than that. But if you're comparing yourself to someone else, they might be doing some other stuff that's making them 10 X your income at the end of the day. So it's like the conversation's not how much real estate are you selling, but how much are you bettering yourself? What's your net worth at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying money's all of it, but if you're trying to build financial security, I mean, I like having money. It yeah. makes my life easier. I can do more stuff. Money's good for the good it can do. Yeah. Yeah, I just, oh, you didn't see my video I posted, did you? I haven't seen it yet. Kelly Williams just posted an article on the out front saying um, the new top to the pyramid, which is like give a million, you know, yeah. the MREA, surrounded by leads, listing leverage, think, earn, net, receive, and give. Think, so like, think a million, earn, think a million, earn a million, net mm-hmm. a million. Re- no. no think a million, net a million, earn a million. Think, earn, net, receive give. give yeah receive is passive right give and that is give away a million or hours like you know your cost per hour which is so funny that keller williams had to come up with like another model like another pyramid <laughs> another well no but i'm saying like they had like there's so many people who have reached that pinnacle that they're like okay what's next well now you need to give a million which is a cool again a great yeah, company dude. to be under because it's like okay we've got so many people at this pinnacle of our business and we don't what know do what we do what do we do Okay, give a million. Right. And whether now, it's time or whether it's actual monetary value, yeah. they're like And and now you've got Ben Kinney who's million. like refocused on like uh, I'm I'm I need to give him a, mi- a million. So, well that's why I thought I was like okay, we're close to I saw the article, we're close to Christmas. Um with everything going on, they post this article which we we've all known give a million like you, that's your yeah. you strive for that. And I was like, yeah, there are other companies you could pay 450 a transaction and you keep 100% commission. Well, that's cool. But I was like, at the end of the day, like if that's all you care about, that's great. But there's those articles on um, Indeed posted about Kelly Williams turning a company into culture. And then Stanford University did a research study on Kelly Williams and their culture and why it's so good. Because, you know, every top 500, Inc. 500 company wants to have culture, 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 but all they're driven is profit, profit, profit because yes. they're a public company. You can't have a giving, caring culture when at the end of the day, you're beholden to shareholders who are like, why did you give a million dollars of the company away to the homeless when that could have gone in people's pockets. You can't have your number one you thing be God <laughs> in a public company. Yeah. You would get crucified. Yeah. No pun intended. No, no uh, pun intended. But so I just, I just did like a quick 10 minute video. Like, you know, if you want to join a company of good culture, be around people who have like minded, this is what it goes towards. Like there's yeah. a reason there's dollar generals and stuff. Cause there's some people always shop there, but there's also a reason there's whole foods where yeah. it's expensive and they want healthy food. That's Be, why I consider Keller Williams is like the Whole Foods or the real estate or the the, the quote place. Yeah. The quote: "We're not going to be the cheapest, but because of that, we have to be the best." Right. We're not the cheapest, but we are yeah. the best. I I do it. When I talk to Asian about Keller Williams, I say 
it's so fun. I compare everything like to just sales and real estate. I'm always like, okay, we're not cheapest. Just like in the listing presentation of the seller, I was like, I can give you five people right now to do it for four percent. Sure. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah. If that's the way you're gonna go, I'm not. I'm not the cheapest. So let's not worry about that conversation. Let's explain why we do six percent, yeah. not four. Let's explain why our cap is this, which you don't have to pay if you don't make it. It's just, but you can make a hundred after that. Yeah, it's it's clearly worth it when there's 150,000 right. agents, 182,000, 182,000 agents across Keller Williams who have said, you know what, I don't need to be the cheapest because they all have a cheaper option. Well, I think so. I had a conversation with people in our office. It was like this. When you get in real estate, you're focused on real estate. But once you're in real estate for a little bit, you realize the money's not in buying, helping people buy and sell real estate. It's in investing in real estate. And then after you invest in real estate, you realize it's not just single family properties. It's also commercial where the most money's at, right? When, when, and then at Keller Williams, it's like, they tell you like, hey, get in there, sell, buy real estate. But once you're doing that, you're kind of like settled, got a foundation. You're like, okay, let's talk about growing your downline because there's some very passive stuff there. So don't, we're not no EXP where we tell people recruit, recruit, recruit. It's yeah. like, if you like someone and you think they'd be good, see if they want to come. We don't recruit people. No. We just bring people into our culture. But then build up your portfolio of rental properties or flip houses, whatever you want to do, and build a side business, which invest in stuff you know or you're really good at. And that's how you really make your money. When when Linda McKissick told me that listing a property is less, the least amount of money you're going to make, <laughs> it's like, oh. You're like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's a different conversation I've never heard. When you go on a listing appointment and listing it is the last thing you should be doing, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Like how can, I can make a lot more money on this than just. So you want to talk about 2021. That's one thing that I really want to prove is like, get people to understand Kel Williams isn't just a real estate company. It's a wealth building company. Because all the education. joke, man. That just paid for our Christmas gifts this month. I hate you. I mean, you got it off of me. I did. I appreciate you. I okay, so that's I, I meant to text you this yesterday. Taylor, Taylor's like, uh, because 21st is the so two days ago mm-hmm. is the day you get paid out for your profit share. And because Trent is a team leader, I am seeing benefits of it. And because that was Trent, off of me alone, that's for your sales, yeah. my own, yeah. my own capper. So yeah. we're we we did decent in our profit share, and um, we we were on like a not like we're not spending a ton of money on Christmas gifts, but like we're spending a decent amount. And it hit, and we went Christmas shopping. She's like, "So what was that money from Keller Williams?" It's like four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like four hundred bucks. And I was like, "Oh, that's profit share." And she's like, "Explain that to me." I said, "Well, that's why we're such big fans of Trent right now." <laughs> <laughs> I said because, yeah. it, but it, I said everybody that Trent brings. So it's I. I always thought I, it, honestly, mm-hmm. until probably yesterday, I was like, uh, "You never saw it." I never saw it. I mean, I got because I came in. It was a year. Yeah, I got to wait a year. And our office wasn't profitable for two years because it's a brand new office. That was pretty much it. Yeah, and I already capped out by the time we were profit sharing. By the time we were profit sharing, (laughs) like I, I was, I was like, okay, like I might get a couple because I was, I was getting like fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, but like because I'm in your first line, so it's ten percent. Yeah, so I go seven and a half, then five, then two, then five. You you wake up with a random four hundred dollars that you didn't do is like, uh. Okay, like I'll I'll go use that for Christmas gifts, and it's like, are you on a profit share Facebook page? I am, but again, it's I just it's it's one of those things. It was like I didn't I didn't really do anything for that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I I I made four hundred dollars the other day, and I didn't do anything. I said, hey, this is a guy who would be good at Keller Williams two years ago. I should put Anna down instead of you. You're don't. (laughs) (laughs) She technically called me first. Did she? That's another great part about Keller Williams, yeah. though, is that like you as a team, like with Trent being a team leader, I'm not getting everybody in your downline. Like your job no. is to grow everybody Who, else's downline. Whoever sends them to me. Now, if I recruit, I'm getting them. But sure, great. Whoever but sends like, them's my way. That I, you, and that's it is a wealth building company, like you were just saying. I, I yeah, it's not quick, get rich quick, like everyone thinks. Like there's no. other companies where like yeah, you'd actually make more on another. Uh, another model, but it doesn't last as long. And it's not like a pyramid because anyone can make more than you. Like it, there's nothing stopping someone from making more money in you. Yeah. And it doesn't, there's no qualifiers. Like like you will likely make more money in profit share than I will, but I'll still make yes. good money. Yeah. Because you'll get in second, third, fourth, which yeah. you get less. But once those people hit the seventh level, they, you make 10%. I mean, I'm not, I am not mad. It's longevity. Yeah. It's, it's, 
and yeah. hopefully I'm just again I told Taylor I said my real big goal is that like Trent recruits the next TL <laughs> to Keller Williams community you want that be legit I was like I would really just really enjoy two TLs I want to recruit someone be like tell Ryan like whenever I think my time might be up whenever that is and just be like it may never be up but it might be like I got the perfect guy yeah I brought him in brought Dude. him in so so good point to that is everyone that's going to join my team will be yep. new or recruited from another company because not only do will they help me make money by the leads I give them but then I also get profit share off the deals they close why would I do that why would I not do that I yeah. told another team here I was like recruit new agents or bring an agent in and add them don't take someone from the office or another KW office and bring them over because you won't like if you're going to give someone leads yeah. and help them grow theirs grow your business at the same I time I get paid passively. twice on my buyer's agents which and it doesn't even come out of their commission, so it doesn't hurt anybody besides the owner's profit. Again, this is a funny part. Go tell your brokerage if you're not a Keller Williams, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Broker, can you give us 49% of your profit? 48. 48% of your profit? Just let me know how that conversation goes. It's not. And this but, has uh, really turned into a gas pump, like a, a bike pump for Keller Williams, but I I love well, the company that five, we're at. Five, ten years, well, I think we'll really start seeing it. Yeah. I mean, we just started, and then I came in. We weren't profitable. Then I capped, and then we we're profitable. And by the way, surprisingly, me and Ben even talked to each other because, like, we have like this subtle competition. Yes. And it's like I was like, I will not sell another house my entire real estate career just so you don't make profit share. Off of me. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me funny. so sad. It would be so funny though if I if I could afford it, I'd just be like, I'll you know maybe I'll refer this out, and Ben will get like ten dollars instead of. <laughs> I do that. But it was just funny. Um, it, so I, I talked to an EXP agent today. Okay. I was literally just like, there's a team that left Cole Williams to go to EXP. And I was talking to the buyer's agent. And I was like, so what? why why do they do that? It, and I kind of know. I know everything. Yeah. I was like, I just like to know like why people leave. Yeah. A lot of times it's like that office just didn't fit for just them. Just like any business they does got an exit the interview. wrong manager. They got the wrong people. It just wasn't good. It's so funny what you find out. Now I'm getting secondhand. It's not the actual person, but she's telling me, you know, you can buy stock five percent or ten percent discounted, and then they give you revenue share. And if you guys don't know the difference, revenue is before they pay their bills. Yes, <laughs> right. So let's think about this. That's scary. and then you know whatever. I was like, okay, I I get that off the basis. It sounds good, but my, back in my mind, it's saying because I was just literally asking like, hey, why'd you guys? I'm just you just wanted to I'm know just diving it's in for some information. So I'm like, what company would you want to be part of? It sells your stock 10% below the value when you buy it, right? Which business-wise makes no sense. And then, so they're undervaluing their own stock. And then they're passing out revenue before they even pay their bill. So essentially, they could bankrupt themselves in one month. Yes. Right? And I'm just like, how? I was, like, I was trying to make these numbers. I was like, okay, that's great. But there's all the other things they're missing. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no, like, well, it's all digital. It's all online. And she's like, you know, that's where everyone's going. I was like, yeah. I was like, Kevin Williams, you don't even have to come to the office. Title company, you still have to go to title company in Ohio, sign and get the commission check. So so they can mail it to you. You can do all your documents online. What's the difference? Except you have an office to go to and like bounce ideas off people. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I, I'm confused by individual agents who aren't part of a team, a large team of someone who's been doing business for a while. Cause you can't, you can't work and coordinate with anybody. No. It's very confusing. I, this, is, this isn't against anything. I'm just like, my mind is like, I just don't understand. I like to be around people talk, be in person. Cause there's more you get out of that. than I think we all know that after eight months of zooming, everyone's like, okay, zooms has its benefits, but it's also very, you retain like 10% of what's on a zoom compared to yes. like the 30% when you're in person. I, I, I don't know if I can, I'm like five minutes in on a zoom call and I'm like spacing out. There's always a Karen that has someone comes on no matter what the mic's not muted. Yep. You know what I mean? And then they're always making noise. Yep. And someone can't turn on their mic cause it's muted and they're supposed to talk. Yeah. I'm like, we've been doing this for eight months in a row and no one can figure this out. Even I've done it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I just zoomed. I call it zooming myself. So when's uh when's this over? COVID? Yeah. You want to go there? Let me hear when you think it's over. <laughs> well, if news outlets have it, never. Never. It'll be a yearly report of COVID. Yeah. And then let's see. COVID pays, man. I bet news outlets are cleaning up. 
It's so exhausting. <laughs> I don't even pay attention to it. It's just funny. And well, let's see, people got 600 bucks. So people got 1800 bucks. This is one thing I thought. You got 600 bucks supposedly coming from the stimulus package. Yeah. If anyone thought they were getting more than 1200, you're dumb. Yes. If you thought you were getting 1200, you're hopeful. But if all you did is sit around, this this is even more of a reason to take control of your life and go make your own money. Yeah. Like I could have told you from a military standpoint, you think the government's going to do anything in a timely fashion, let alone pay your bills <laughs> when you're giving all that money to other countries and like Kennedy and the arts programs, like billions of dollars so away. So explain to me. It, it's crazy. Just because I, I I'm only getting this from here. It's a 5,000 page document, kind of like everything else. So no one's read it. Yeah, no one's so they it. fluff it with all the stuff that they none of that it's a COVID relief. Yeah. None of that should go anywhere but the US. None of it. Payment protection plan to help keep people employed to give them yep. money, which is part of that. Okay, six hundred bucks for the pocket if they want it. That's great. That basically pays a car payment for somebody. That Barstool Sports Company They got two million dollars in six days. For restaurants. Yes. So if you guys don't know about that, Barstool Sports the guy was pissed. Dave Portney is hilarious. Yeah. Fan of Trump, not a fan of Roger Goodell. But um, raised over $2 million. The goal is $5 million for restaurants. He's like, I'm fucking tired of it. He's like, I'm tired of no one helping the business out. They're saying they have to stay closed. But then, you know, it's very finicky. New York can do City. The New York's best. stupid. California's stupid. Oh my. The best thing about New York is when he said, we're open to outdoor dining. And they have like the world's biggest blizzard like three yeah. days later. It's like, oh, okay. Outdoor dining works. <laughs> where there's a... <laughs> Where there's a guy that's like, okay, you can't dine in here, but we just take the tables out here, put a tent around people, and that's called outdoor dining. Yep, that works. That is that is government thinking to a T. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this so... They have no, they have idea, no idea what the people are feeling. But not only the people, it's just common sense. Like, anyone could tell you, no, that was going to work out. I saw a tweet that the... Anyone could tell con- you One of the congressman's tweets was like, uh, I think people are going to be really happy with what we've come up with. <laughs> You think people are going to be happy about $600? You didn't see anything. When Trump put it on a blast saying, you're giving $139 million to Egypt, $1 billion to the Arts Center at Smithsonian, yeah. and then like $40 million to Kennedy Center, like, they're not even open. Yeah. They're government-ran stuff. Like, what are you doing? And then it's like all these other countries, like Egypt to buy military weapons. Like, that's all that crap they call, like, what is it called? The pig? Pig pig barrel or something like that, where they add crap into the bill that they want, like, uh, for their own spending. I forgot what that's called, but that's all they did. They fluffed up this nine hundred billion dollar thing with like nothing in it. Yeah. If you really look at it, I'm mean, I'm sure there's money paying, but one hundred sixty eight million I think is going out to the people or a billion. That's how six hundred. But either way, I'm like, I wasn't holding my breath because one, I do not trust the government to do anything. No. And two, it's like, what do you expect? Do you expect like, you would have to give everyone ten thousand dollars to make it somewhat reasonable? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's assuming those people are going to use it to go pay their bills and stuff. And they won't. I'm sure half those people would go buy the new PlayStation or Xbox. Well, they'll wear it. They'll wear it. One of the other TLs in one of our meetings said the best thing. He's like, if you don't help coach agents and teach them what to do with their money, they're going to either live in it, drive it, or wear it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's that's so good. Yeah. Live it, drive it, or wear it. That's what they'll do. They won't invest it in like real estate or whatever. Yeah. Whatever your stocks, whatever you want to do. But it's just like. I do. I, and you know, the scary part is like, I know I'm going to keep buying property, but it still scares me at the same time. Yeah. My tenant took until today to make his transaction for his payment for December's rent. And it's the 23rd. Oh. No later than the date's the 5th of, no- of de- December. December, do the first payments by the 5th, right? On the German number already? Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I got my job started later. I'm like, Here's the deal, man. If you can't do it, let me know in advance. I was like, you're now going, it's supposed to do on the 18th. I was like, so we got $170. So what I can do, I can push it to January if that helps. It's like, okay. Now it's at $220. So I'm like, so here's, here's what I'm also going to do. I'm like, if you can make six months in a row on time, I'll just wave off the 220. If you miss January's rent, which I know he's probably not going to pay because that's in, you know, two weeks from now. Yeah. I'm going to charge him 220. And if he doesn't make it, I'm going to have to put an eviction on there. On your first rental property. But yes. But here's the thing. So I'm, out clear so i'm not sweating it yeah where people get in trouble is when like where i don't understand how people can justify a hundred you're not hundred dollar net yes like i'm talking so i'm netting everything besides insurance taxes on that thing yeah you're pretty well no utilities you're, or anything you're not very leveraged on that property I'm not leveraged at all yeah there's no mortgage on it at all 
But what scares me is when people are like, yeah, you know, net a hundred bucks a month. I don't even know if that's a real true net for these people. This my net includes vacancy rate, yeah, maintenance stuff, all that. So I'm not sweating it too much, but I mean, I know they're a good family. I'm not trying to like evict them because like you can. You're a good landlord. We'll find out. I mean, the 23rd. It's super late. I was like, all right, man. Well, I was like, we'll push it. But I'm thinking about you owe me 220. So what's your rent on that house? It was I did 11. Had dogs. A dog or a cat. The cat supposedly died, so now it's eleven fifty. <laughs> so I'm just gonna tell him like, listen, the two twenty is where you're at. If you can pay consistently through like the first four months, January, February, March, April, I'll waive it. If you miss if you're late once, I'm gonna tack it on. If you don't make it by the eighth of the payment, then I'll go do the eviction and we'll go that route. How do you screen your tenants? Um well, this was kinda annoying one. So I got him in, I did credit check and all that stuff. The guy was doing job transitions. So that was a weird part. Uh, okay. So I probably wouldn't do that because he's coming from Columbus. He was uh, he worked over Columbus. He's a military guy, like just like a um, technician. So it's yeah. like a daily job, nothing special. So that's how I, I was like, all right. And they live in Farmersville. Her parents from there. They're coming there. They're gonna buy a house in a couple of years. They signed a two year lease. That's not bad. And they they rented from like one of the nationwide rental companies that had a house. So I should call and checked on that. I didn't. I was like, just let's get someone in there. Cause it took me like a year to get this ready. A lot of lessons yeah. learned, but, um, so that's how I found them. So all I care about is if they pay rent, they paid all the utilities. I don't care if they have credit cards, they don't pay. Cause at the end of the day, if they pay their rent and utilities, yes. that's all I care about. Yeah. I honestly, I don't care what the credit score is. Rent and utilities. As long as it doesn't show vacancy. And then, you know, when you call a tenant, they're past living. The best thing I ever heard is like, Hey, I'm calling about the house you have for rent. Because if they put a family member or a friend on there, and you say, hey, I'm calling about John Smith as a reference. He ran your property on 123 Main Street. The guy would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But you say, hey, I'm calling about the house you have for rent. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, don't you have that house on 123 Main Street? He's like, no, I don't own that. Okay. So then you got to find like the real landlord, right? Yeah. Shoot. People do that? Yeah. Or you got to, you know, whatever property they say they lived at, look it up on the county records to see who actually owns it. Yeah. And then go from there. Wow. If they lie about that, then you're definitely not renting. Yeah, to that's them. a sketchy person. I don't care how good your credit is. If you don't make your rent payment, you're the worst tenant ever. So, I mean, I would do better next time. This time I was kind of pushing to get it done. So, I probably would have waited and, you know, verified, make sure he had a job when he came here. But his wife was a farm tech. It sounds like no one had a job for a minute there. It's so. tough, man. It's a post office now. Like I said, like they just had a kid, they already had one. I'm not trying to be a dick, but at the same time, like we all have bills to pay. Yep. And my wife would be like way fiercer. She's she'd be such a better like manager Your of properties. Wife is tough. She's fair, dude. How she how busy is she right now? Super. She had her best month ever by you a think lot. I can no. swing by today and grab a couple nutter butters. Maybe. Free ad. Question Why does Amy Cakes not sponsor us? Because she does not spend money. <laughs> 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 she couldn't afford it. She would be like slammed even more. That's crazy. She, Why did she not, not open busy. up another shop or something? Try, try and find someone to run it. That's tough. What would she? She had to pay somebody pretty good money to do it. No, she she probably has a girl too that could actually run it. I told her like just sell stuff out of there, take orders there, make them at your current place, bring them down there the next day. That's not bad. I know that's the only way she could do it. She couldn't. Right now they're so slammed with like baking and stuff as it is. So one is just essentially like it's a storefront essentially for. She wants to do one in Lebanon. She could, she should open up a storefront like Lebanon yeah. and then just take orders and just do and just have cupcakes and basic stuff there and just bring down the deliveries every morning about what's supposed to go out that day. It's pretty smart, I know. So how many shops is she going to have? I don't know. She should put the, what are those, what is that cupcake uh, vending machine? <laughs> that's who she needs to put we, out of business. We, that's the, that's the target. We said you should put a vending Holy machine shit. for cupcakes and imagine? treats outside your place so when you're closed. People can come by, put in five bucks, and get a if cupcake. If Amy had a Nutter Butter vending machine, I would I would be broke. I know. I'd be calling you and be like, yo, like I spent a lot of money at your wife's shop. Any way you could pay my mortgage this month. <laughs> I, yeah, talk about trying to set that up. But no, she, she's, like I said, we're both busy. Like she's, she gets up early like I do, kind of in a way, gets things done. I have to. We're like trying to figure out who can even put the, the kids to bed. Really? Yeah. Man. Or not, I mean, put, pick them up and take them. So she's, she's got to get some leverage. 
Yeah, but that's, hers is a lot tougher. Like, try to find someone who can decorate a cake or bake. That's no one true. does that anymore. Betty Crocker doesn't do it. And she can't be in there to train every single person. Like, no. So she does basically most of the, she does the business and the baking. And well, you're. No, mother in law and then another girl can do pretty much the baking. But I mean, decorating is. She had one other girl that did some baking, but, you know, it'd be like kind of lopsided, not stuff that she would want to go out. Yeah. She's very quality oriented. She doesn't want to do like, you know, there are some cookies here from another place. I opened one up just to see like what it was like. The bottom of the chocolate even. chip was like burnt, like super hard. I'm like, Amy would not send this crap out. I would not send it out. Would you get that stuff? What does she do with the stuff she doesn't send out? I'll be happy to take it. Everything sells. Yeah. Only thing is like when she cuts up the bars, like you'll get edges and stuff like that. I told her I was like, box those up and sell them for like five bucks a box. Yeah. And just like little, I would buy that. My favorite muffin in Center, Centerville pay, like, uh, does like day old bagels. I'm seriously. Yeah. Like bagels that like, uh, Isn't that the, funny? the bagels that didn't sell the day before they bag them up, sell them for five bucks. I told her take, there's not one, there's not one scrap that should go unsold in her place. I was like, take those edges, put them in a box, a variety box. Yeah. People would still pay 20 bucks. Like if you have a good chunk in there, like that's why I, I like variety of that type. I don't yeah. want like one whole chocolate chip. I want like a quarter or half of a little bit of everything. I like the different taste, but She's got enough on her plate. <laughs> I mean, she wants me to come in there and manage it. I mean, I'd gladly do it, but. So what's, so in closing, 2021. Yeah, we're, this is we, like one of our first podcasts. It feels like we're all over the place, but it's good. For, for the podcast, we're going to try to do more interviews next year. You what? We're going to try to do more interviews for the podcast next we're year. We're not going to try. We will be doing we more interviews will. next year. Next year. Uh, 18 milli. That's what you're going for? That's what I'm going for. I'm going, I'm trying to get my team to just do eight. Buyers, agents included, though. Yeah, it's still a lot. Still a lot. Oh, it's a lot. I'm trying to do eight with me doing almost none. And you're also grossing 100 agents. No, net. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. Okay. Gross, gross, gross. They assume a 15% attrition rate. And we're going to lose a good chunk this month, next month, February. Bills come out, agents who haven't done any production. Uh, okay. They get in and out. Um, yeah, it's weird. I'm always at this. I always argue with myself in my head back and forth, like get agents, but they have to make sure they fit. We want to make sure they produce. But at the same time, like we need numbers. It's always like this balancing act of getting agents in, getting agents that produced. You still got new agents. You got to train and keep up. Like I got to build the whole training schedule, which we're trying to revamp a whole touch plan. Like there is a lot. When are you sleeping? I go to bed about ten o'clock and wake up at five. I dug th I dug three holes at five o'clock this morning. Why? Bodies. You really want to know? Ghost of Keller Williams Pass. My father in law dropped off two trees and five plants. I I live and everybody loves Raymond. I my life is a sitcom, is what I've been telling people. Why? We needed plants, and he thought it was a good time to drop it off. Bless his heart. So you why did you not wait? Because it's going to freeze tomorrow. So if uh, I don't plant them, they'll go bad. I was like, what am I supposed to get? dig five holes, right? I don't need three of the five plants. Luckily, he came over yesterday. He put the trees in. Like He, he buys one for each grandkid. Yeah. So he put those in, which is nice. And it's a nice gesture. It's just like really bad timing. Yeah. Like December 23rd. Dropped them off 21st. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, these need plants. I was like, I was like, sure. I'm on it. I'm on it. I, I just like laughing. Like, I need a reality TV show. Because people would be like, this is exactly like everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. I had the same whiny voice when he did it. Your kid poops once <laughs> a week. No. Dude, Logan's getting to the point where she's pooping a lot. Like, dude, wait till they go to the bathroom. It's not too bad. Luke's like almost doesn't have a wet diaper anymore at night. We That's we nice. basically done no potty training. He just did it himself. I just took him to the bathroom with me every time. I was like, hey, let's go pee. That's not bad. No. He only touched the stream once. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> he touched the stream. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was like, no. My uh, he's so he's good at it. I mean, I mean, we didn't hardly do anything. My dog Joey one time came into the bathroom. I'm peeing and comes in and just laps up the stream. That's disgusting. He hasn't come into the bathroom since. That's disgusting. He doesn't go in there except for bath time. Oh His my bath time, not mine. God. We him and I don't. I was gonna go say, do you guys take a bath together? Joey's bath time. You take All a right. bath. Anyways, friends. 
Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If you guys are looking at getting real estate, looking at making a switch, check us out. I just turned it off on accident. Kelly Williams Community Partners. My name is Trent Bargy. And this is Ben Bolton. Have a good holiday. <laughs>